Carly Nevis and Darren Zazzle back with you for week two of the Five Sports Podcast. Thank you to all those who listened to the first week of the podcast last week with former WVU assistant coach Billy Hahn. We hope we gave you some insight on Oscar Shibwe's departure, Coach Hahn's view on it, even our opinions on it, and more. So if you didn't check out last week's episode, you can feel free to do so on our website. But we are on to week two. Darren, what did you think of our first week overall? Um, And, you know, to get off the schneid and get this thing started. The first week was a lot of fun. Um, Again, thank you to everybody that listened, like you mentioned. And thank you to everybody that joined us on Facebook. Facebook Live on Wednesdays. That's when we're going to be interacting with you all on a different platform through this podcast. And to those of you that asked questions about Oscar Shibwe's departure and that gave your opinion, you guys are making this so much more fun as well for us to be able to get to know you guys better and interact with you all as well. Ton of fun for week one and week two, Carly, going to be even better from what it looks like. We are ready to welcome in our guest for week two none other than the West's family. Notre Dame head coach, Jared West, junior point guard, Jaden West. Let's welcome in our guest for week two, the West family admit. The West are in the building. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Good, how are you? What's up, coach? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you all doing? Good, how are you? We're doing well. Good. It's um, it's been a trying two weeks, but God is good, so got to keep plugging away. Well, I want you to know that um, West is actually Carly and I's favorite cardinal direction. Um, so, so you've got that in in your book, no matter what, whether you guys play basketball or not, or whether you go undefeated or not. Um, that, that's awesome stuff. I was going to ask, what was more disappointing, not being able to play in the TBT or not being able to play in the state tournament? That's a lot of uh, cancellation to deal with. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that seems like so long ago. And, I mean, you know, it's sad to say we're kind of in the same situation. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We, I bet you they probably wish that we could have got that state tournament in. But I know I know the reason why we didn't. But I, definitely as much as I'm excited about coaching the TBT, uh, I would definitely have to lean towards um, the state tournament. That's just something about high school basketball in its purest form. And uh, especially when you're coaching your son and you know that there's a time limit, there's a cap on how many times or the opportunities you get to go down there. So definitely missed out on the state tournament. So we're just hoping hoping that uh, we can get there this year. Um, nice. With all the stuff going on with the season starting late and the delays and everything, kind of forgot that you guys are moving up to AAA this year. Like, it was kind of lost on me until I just read something. Um, but it's I guess it's the perfect year to do so because you return basically your whole team. Um, just what's the competition level going to be like as you take that step up? And what do you like about the group that you got coming back? Well, that, that, was, that actually had a, a little bit to do with why we made the jump. We knew we were going to have an experienced team. Um, secondly, we were having problems finding games and we would have to travel all across the beautiful state of West Virginia to get games. So by going AAA, it, it helped us locally or regionally as it pertains to getting games. And uh, we, we wanted to play, um, you know, the best the best competition in the state. And um, in this area, we, we have a pretty good 
um, group of teams surrounding us. So uh, we wanted to challenge the guys. Um, you know, I know Jaden has goals to be the state player of the year. So for that to happen, he has to um, um, go against the, the top teams, top players in the, in, in the state. So a lot of that, uh, you know, went to consideration when we, when we made the decision. Uh, that being said, now we know um, this year we got to bring our big boy pants every time we, we strap it on. Stevie sent me the schedule, and uh, <laughs> we're going to be tested. We're going to be tested early. Uh, Morgantown, Polka, West Fairmont, uh, it, it doesn't, you know, uh, and then even some of our former, Charleston Catholic, Wilden Central. Um, so we definitely will be battle-tested. But once again, with, with the experience we have coming back with, with, the, with the twins and, and, and Elijah and then with Jaden and Wade, and then basically everybody who, who received any type of experience, um, everybody's coming back. So we're excited for the challenge and uh, can't wait to um, get in the gym in February. Coach, you talk about moving up and you have so much coming back. So I almost feel it puts you in a unique spot where you have to play to your strengths but you also have to account for the moving piece where you're going to be playing against forwards that are bigger. You're going to be playing against teams that are faster. Just looking right now in your section, Lewis County, Liberty Harrison, Lincoln, and Robert C. Bird, who RCB widely regarded as one of the best teams in the state. Do you feel like you're going to have to play differently against a lot of those powerhouses that will dictate whether you get back to Charleston or not? Um, we're going to be us. Uh, you know, we're going to come out and uh, we're going to pressure full court. We're going we're gonna to press and try to create tempo. Um, you know, obviously, when we, when we made the decision, we told the guys last year before all this happened, we needed to get stronger, we needed to get bigger, we needed to get better. With COVID going on, that's been a, that's been a stretch. It's been hard to do. But um, that, it's not just been with our team. It's been everybody. So my biggest concern is, is I'm, I'm big on scouting and film and – so we're going into a whole new arena as it pertains to um, who we're going to play. Like, I knew I knew what Trinity was going to run. They knew what we were going to run. I knew what Willis Central was going to run. They knew what we were going to run. Now we're going into a situation where um, I've seen RCB play, but I don't know their DNA. I know they're a very good defensive team, but I don't know their DNA. So we're going to have to learn a lot of that on the fly. Lincoln, Liberty, all of those guys, Lewis County. So um, – that's the one thing as a coach that kind of scares me, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm very excited with with our personnel. Um, you know, I, I think with the twins coming back, I think Elijah will be one of the top bigs in the state, uh, irregardless of class. Uh, I am a tad bit biased. I think Jade will be one of the top three, top five players in the state. So we're excited with um, who we have, what we have, and most importantly, we're excited for the challenge. Uh, you know. Um, well, we're just excited for the challenge. I'll leave it at that. To um, finally be able to, um, you know, bump it up a little bit. And I, I used to tell people all the time, since Jared's graduated, little Jared graduated in the last six, seven years, you take the top three teams in single A and you take the top three teams in triple A or double A. If you played in a tournament on any given day, it didn't matter who was going to play. As you see, RCB won 20 straight games last year and one of their losses was against Will and Central. So who we beat last year and split with. So I, I, I've told people a lot. It's not much difference in single A. If you look at uh, Little Jared, Chase Harler, Preston Boswell, Keith Clemens, 
the amount of kids that's going on to play college basketball at a single A uh, compared to double A, triple A, is, is kind of, you know, tit for tat. So I know a lot of people on the outside who, doesn't, who don't study the game or study the single A, double A, triple A dynamics. They might say you're playing against bigger schools, better schools. Well, with the schedule we've played in the last five, ten years, uh, we're ready and we'll be prepared to play whoever's on the schedule. So we're excited for the challenge. Um, but we, we know we have to bring our big boy pants on. RCB, Fairmont Senior, Lincoln. It's only, only going to be two, two of those teams to be able to make it, so hopefully we'll be one of them. Love you, guys. What's up, David? How are How you? How you doing? I'm good. Just got out of school, so, you know. <laughs> Um, we'll ask you this question first. I have one pressing question. Why do they call you Jordy? And then I have a follow-up after that. Uh, so when I was younger, my nickname was Shorty because I was obviously the youngest out of all my, bro- my brother and his friends. And I went to a basketball camp, and this one coach thought my name was Jordan instead of Jaden. Yeah, Coach Greg White, actually. And uh, so my brother, Nikki Solomon, they're, they're best friends, and I actually went to the camp with them. And they came together, and they put Jordan and Shorty together, and that's how they got Jordy. So. And that's how Jordy was born. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Nick, Nick, nicknames in our house kind of stick, and they kind of they kind of transfer. You know, we, we – Whatever comes out of the mouth in the West family, they kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of an impulsive family as it pertains to nicknames. I'll take the blame for that. So, Jenny, <laughs> um, we were just talking to your dad about, you know, the excitement to start the season, the move to AAA. Obviously, last year you were first team all state point guard, 21 points, six rebounds. I don't know if you remember the stats off the top of your head, but just how excited are you to kind of take the year that you had as a sophomore and Put it on display at the AAA level. Uh, I'm ready to make the jump. Uh, I'm obviously really confident in my game. And um, the team we have coming back also is a big piece to uh, my success individually. And uh, just knowing that I have those guys to go to war with every game, it, it makes things a lot easier. And Jen, you're widely regarded in your class as the best point guard in the state. Um, and, and you backed it up with your play on the floor. You already have a, a D1 offer from, uh, from Youngstown State. What's the recruiting process been like for you, given COVID-19 and, and given your, I'm assuming, D1 aspirations like your brother had? Uh, it's been harder this year, especially, obviously, because of COVID. So you really, there weren't really any live periods to go play in front of coaches. So the only thing you can really give them is, like, high school film. And, I mean, obviously, playing on the circuit, there's better competition there. So they like to see you against them. So, I mean, it's been difficult a little bit. But um, I've still been talking to them and texting them. So that's good. I'm sure that it makes the process a little bit easier because you watch your brother go through it a little bit. And, obviously, you uh, probably – you haven't been playing, but a highlight of this season has been being able to watch your brother ball out for Marshall. Just what do you think of his senior year so far, averaging nearly 13 points and seven assists per game for the Hurt? Uh, I think he's doing well. I mean, I just think he can shoot a little bit more. But, you know, besides that, they got a good team. He He's uh, really well in his role, really good leader, 
uh, obviously, defense. And um, I think he's doing all right. Just if he could shoot the ball a little more, that'd be better, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Has it been fun seeing him grow with your dad? You know, not many people get to watch any sibling play college basketball, but his growth as, you know, this, the face of Marshall. Is it fun just watching his games? And then I know this year, you know, with, with attendance and everything, what's it just been like seeing him grow from, you know, freshman to now, you know, being the face of the team? Uh, it's, it's really cool because I know how hard he works and uh, just the amount of hours he puts in the gym, is, it's unbelievable. I'll call him. He'll say he's at the gym, so he'll call me back. He'll call me two hours later. We'll talk for about 20 minutes. Then he'll eat, take a nap, and he's back at the gym. So, I mean, he deserves it. He's worked uh, He's worked really hard, so it's good to see. And what you just said brings me to my next question, and we could have Coach come back for this one. Um, I was talking to J- Lil Jared earlier in the year, and he was talking about the bulldog mentality. And I feel like it's a family thing that you guys have. Explain to me what that is and why and um, how you instilled it in everybody, Coach. Well, um, being a 5'10 point guard in the D1 level is not easy and it's not very common. And the two – well, it's funny. I'm from Mississippi, and then now we live in West Virginia. So the two states that are always – I don't want to say overlooked, but overlooked, downplayed, always 49 or 50 in some bad category – so coming out of, out of Mississippi, I always had a chip on my shoulder because I was small. Everybody told me, you know, you can't do this, you won't do this. When I got the WVU, nothing was easy. I, uh, you know, they tried to over-recruit me, over, recruit over me two or three times, and I always had to fight and battle to keep my position. And I credit a lot of that to um, my, my, my parents, my uncles, and a very good friend of mine named Eddie Tinsley. He taught me, he said, um, Jared, Got to be a Bulldog on defense. And um, I really enjoyed that. Um, I took that to heart. I took it personal. And now, fast forward to when I had my boys, little Jared is a carbon copy of me from a mentality standpoint. If he, if he could just play defense the whole time, he would. He, he has a, a Bulldog mentality. Now, Jaden is a, is, is a different breed. Jaden is um, – I wouldn't call him a bulldog. He's he's a uh, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> he's a unicorn. He he he's more of an offensive minded, but he's learning to play defense at a high level. Because once again, being a five ten point guard, um, not many, not many in D one, not many to go on to play after. So you, you have to you have to uh, separate yourself. So I really instill that in the, to the boys at an early age, especially little Jared and, and with Jaden. Uh, wherever we went, Jaden was with us. So he just kind of learned on the fly by watching. And it's something that I'm, I'm glad that Jared has grab, grabbed on to and has made it his uh, his brand. Um, and I, he, he deserves a lot of credit for his defense and his steals and everything that he's done because, like Jaden said, he, he's put a lot of time into it. And um, so, so we're very, very proud of him. And, and Jaden will tell you that his biggest influence – has been little Jared. Little Jared has taught him the importance of working, putting the time in, even when you don't, you might not feel like it. Put the time in, and and so by doing that, you you reap the benefits and you, and you see the success 
So uh, we're, we're blessed. We're blessed. God bless with two great boys um, who, who listen, who are, who are ambitious, who have goals and are goal-driven. So um, I'm glad they've grabbed onto it, and we're just excited for what the future holds for both of them. But if you could have given them just a few more inches, maybe they wouldn't have had to have that mentality. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, you don't know how many conversations and how many internal jokes we have in this household. As a matter of fact, um, Brent Solheim was over here the other night, and uh, we were talking, and, and uh, the conversation came up. If if only I could have lit Amber out to Brent, <laughs> which sounds crazy, but we were joking to get a few of his inches, uh, you know, because we are definitely slight of height. But, you know, that's part of the process. That's part of our whole package. You got to take it, take it or leave it with the West package. So we're excited with what we have, and, and God has been uh, – He's truly blessed us, so we're not complaining. Coach, you mentioned WVU, and let's let's you know transition here a little bit of Mountaineer basketball. Jaden, you can feel free to chime in. I'm not sure if you follow the team or if you're a fan of them. We, we probably hope that you are. Coach, of course, you know this team very well. You played for them from 94 to 98, and you mentioned your um, son's progression. Your freshman year, you averaged three points. Your senior year, you averaged – nearly 11. So you've gone through the same progression that they've gone through as well. I want to hear your thoughts about this Mountaineer basketball team. Coach, where do you think they're at? Um, do you like the direction they're heading? And then for Jaden, are there any players on the team that you look up to or you watch? Maybe like a Deuce McBride who has that bulldog mentality on defense. Any you know players that you guys watch and look up to? That's a very, very good question. Um, this team here, Coach Huggins, is, he's going to have it. He's, he's got his money cut out for him this year. They're basically changing styles and how they play on the fly without practicing, without the and – they're, and they're changing it in conference play. Um, so you go from bully ball, football, defense, offense, rebounding, get the ball to the paint and use our size and strength to now four, four out, one in – and now we're uh, relying on skill set. So that's on the total opposite end of the spectrum. So um, it is going to be interesting because now you're going into conference play and uh, you got teams like Baylor, Texas, Kansas, where your advantage used to be inside. Now you're trying to match what their advantage is, a small ball, to what you're trying to do. So um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see they uh, want some tough games. That Oklahoma State game, I think, will be pivotal in um, what goes on in, in the remainder of the season. Um, I, I know with how they're playing, you, it, it's, it's encouraging to see guys like Deuce and Taz and, and Sean, and, and especially Emmett. I think this this will help Emmett the most as it pertains to um, being more aggressive on offense. You see Jalen, a hometown kid, getting, getting a chance to play, and you can tell since Oscar – uh, has left the Jalen is so much more comfortable. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they continue to progress because, like I said, the teams at the top of the Big 12, they're all guard-oriented. And so now you're going to try to match their strength, uh, new style. So it'll be interesting to see how, how um, it goes moving forward. Jaden, does your dad force you to watch the games, or do do you do you join him with some popcorn? What what are your thoughts on this team, or if you've watched uh, them at all? I think they're good. Obviously, losing Oscars probably it definitely hurts them the way they play. 
But uh, I honestly like watching this version of WVU more <laughs> because it's more three-point shots, guards, picking pick and rolls and stuff like that. So it's good to watch. But, uh, no, he never really forces me to watch it. We're just kind of always watching sports games, right. no matter what it is. And whenever they're on, we turn them on. We flip back and forth between them and whoever else is playing. So it's good. Um, and this reminds me, because I, when I was talking to little Jared earlier in the year, and I was like, you feel some type of way when, you know, your hometown school that your dad went to didn't give you an offer. And um, it was like a weird subject, and I didn't know how to broach it, but he was, you know, very upfront with the answer. And, Coach, when you did coach the best Virginia team, did that kind of bring you back to your West Virginia roots that maybe severed just a little bit when Jared didn't get an offer from West Virginia? Carly, one thing I one thing you'll never have to worry about myself and the West family. We are very upfront, and um, I, I will never lie to you. And that is a I don't want to use sour because we are very happy and very blessed with um, where Jared is, what he's gone through, his accomplishments, starting as a freshman. But um, yeah, we we were very hurt, very upset with um, how that went, how that took place. And more importantly, we were kind of, um, I would say our, the best thing about our family is our basketball IQ. And we understand fits and style. And Jared is a Javon Carter mini me. He is a Bob Huggins type player, meaning defensive mentality, bulldog mentality. And uh, so it caught us off guard. It, I, I would be lying if I say uh, it, de it definitely caught us off, off guard, and especially, uh, you know, Coach Beeline, a, a quick story. Coach Beeline came to a few games. He sent re his recru head recruiters to go from Ann Arbor to Detroit, take a flight to Pittsburgh, drive all the way here to, to do workouts, and you have a school 30 minutes away who has a kid whose father went there, and, and he fits your system. Jared fits WVU system better than Marshall system. And they just never really gave us a chance. And then for the, the guards that they brought into their system, who I think are very good players, um, Jordan McCabe, Brandon Napper. We've known Napper from, we're great friends with that family. Uh, we know them very well. But once again, you bring in two offensive-minded guards who don't fit. And as a result, now you see Napper transferred and Jordan, uh, hard worker, great kid, but he just – He's not, that's just not the, the perfect fit for him. So our, our basketball IQ was probably a little more confused. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a sour, it's a sour com, uh, conversation. Um, you know, we don't try to hide that. It, it is what it is. Uh, real world, everybody doesn't get along. So you, you talk about tough, tough topics. So it did catch us off guard, caught us off guard a lot, but Jared has done a very good job of not letting it bother him. Uh, and, and in my opinion, it, it, it was uh, God. God put us in a situation to to be a marshal, and, and he's 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 gone there and done a very very good job. And um, I think you have a great future going forward because he did go to marshal. So um, yeah, you don't have you don't have to tiptoe around that question. It's a question that we talk about all the time. If my wife was here, you'd have got a very very um, more hostile answer. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Coach, my last thing, you know, we were mentioning West Virginia playing in the basketball tournament, which is, you know, the Mountain State's other year with, of course, the Mountaineers and everything. And it's been so much fun watching all the guys come back and, you know, represent this school and this state. Do you plan on returning as head coach? Is this something that, you know, you, you want to return to and, and hopefully lead again in a tournament that will actually happen for this team? Oh, I would love to. I, we were so excited about this year, uh, and then with with with, with Tariq, so many so many um, additions that we had, we were very excited. And um, then when COVID happened, obviously we had to shut it down. But uh, you know, myself, John, we talk all the time. Coach Talvin, as long as John will have us, will have me. Uh, I plan on being the head coach or whatever. I plan on being a part of it. So. I'm excited. Hopefully we get a chance to, to host. Um, I think it'll be great for the guys, great for the state. Um, I think we would have, we would have the, the, the biggest attendance and um, I think we have a chance to, to, to compete to win it. I, obviously the last year with um, when, when Wani got hurt, it's hard to win without your point guard. So uh, I think if we get you know, our guys and everybody's healthy. I think we have just as good a chance as anybody. Guys, we really appreciate the time. One thing that we're doing in our five sports podcast will always end with a high five. So five rapid fire questions. We'll fire them off and both of you can give us an answer. So I'll start with my first question for both of you. Hardest player you've ever had to defend? You want to go first? While he's thinking... Uh, I have two. It's, it's, it's a tie. Allen Iverson, um, Georgetown. And I think I have to lean with Antonio Daniels, Bowling Green. Uh, he didn't do as great in the NBA, but in college, he was number three pick in the draft. He was, uh, he, he was something to deal with. I haven't really played anyone at that caliber level yet. <laughs> you so haven't I'd played Allen say... Iverson yet? No, I haven't, I haven't faced him yet. Uh, I'd say my brother and or Darius Nunn. Good answer. Nice. Who is more likely to bring up basketball at the dinner table first? Dad or son? <laughs> Just depends on the day. Both of it. I mean, honestly, people say, you know, your dad, dad at co- coach on in the gym, dad at home. That doesn't apply to this to the West family. Uh, once again, if my wife was here, she she would have chimed in quick on that answer. We talk sports, basketball all the time, so um, I would say that's fifty fifty. And if Jared was on this call, definitely Jared would be first, and then we would be one A one B. Um, and now you, you yeah, got, I can agree with that. You got food on my mind. So if you're not eating at home, what's your favorite spot to eat at in Harrison County? I'd probably say uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I like wings, and as much and there's sports going on on the TV, so that's good. That's a good one. Um, I thought he was gonna say Chick Fil A. That's oh, yeah. a good one. I um, I, I love some. I love me some Chinese food, but if I'm going, so I, I would say Oliverio's, which you know Pat and those guys have been great for us, and uh, we love their food. <laughs> Oliverio's, um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I would say. Favorite Notre Dame basketball memory? Is there a win? Is there a shot that 
really stands out? Uh, I'll take the selfish route. I mean, I know he's going to say the state championship. So uh, <laughs> I'd say whenever we were playing Trinity this last year, Great we were – I think we may have just tied the game or we were still down by one. And uh, I got a steal, and Wade was coming behind me, and I threw it to Wade, and he got an and one layup. And I think that was the loudest I heard the gym all year. So I'd probably say that was my favorite, my favorite moment. Uh, that's a great answer. I would say, uh, obviously, uh, obviously for, for, for me, well, I, and Jaden, it was a great moment for Jaden as well. Uh, obviously winning the state championship, um, Jared's senior class in 2017 was, um, that's one of my top. Obviously I'm married. So I have to say that's one. I have two kids. So I have to say that's two and three. Um, I hit a shot in the sweet 16. So that's four winning the state tournament. So those are my five, um, by far top days of my life. And depending on the day, if you ask me, they might change. <laughs> they might change in order, but yes, it, um, winning that state championship is, is something that can't, can't be replaced. And hopefully we get a chance in the next two years to, to get at least one, one more. Mm -hmm. Um, last question, fifth question. You're a basketball family. You're always talking ball, always playing ball. What are you doing when you're not playing basketball? Probably watching it. <laughs> if I either that, uh, I hang out with my friends a lot. So it's either watching basketball, hanging out with my friends, or playing video games. So those three things. Uh. Obviously, Jaden and I play as, as I wouldn't say as many video games, but when I can, I play the video games with him. But we're we're a close knit family. We do we we try to do game nights. That's why Brent was over here the other night. We did we, we try to do game nights. We watch Netflix, especially with COVID. There's been a lot of Netflix marathons in the last ten months. So we just do a lot. Of, we try to do a lot of things together as a family. Obviously, uh, when we're out, either lifting weights, training. So we're definitely everything still surrounded by surrounded um, sports. So, but those are the things we do. We do the most. Awesome, guys. We wish you all the best, Coach. I know this is year number fourteen for you at the helm at Notre Dame, Jaden. This is year number three. May the luck of the Irish be with you both as you embark on your AAA journey. We wish you guys both the best and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much. All right.